you little guys, welcome to um, um the next episode of the NASCAR series. These are driver of the day is Dave Blaney. So we're going to take a look at the history of the NASCAR drivers in the Rolex 24 Daytona. Running, starting out, um, the drivers are Kyle Busch, Jeff Gordon, AJ Allmendinger, Pablo Montoya, Austin Sindrick, Chase Briscoe, Justin Marks, Cole Custer, Ty Majeski, Jeff Gordon, again, Dale Earnhardt and Dale Earnhardt Jr., Brendan Gunn, Scott Pruett, Kurt Busch, Casey Mears, there's Jimmy McMurray and Kyle Larson, Jimmy Johnson, Mark Martin, Paul Menard, Tony Stewart, Danica Patrick, Rusty Wallace, and those are the drivers. So I'm only doing the driver part. I might get to the reading. Next up, we're going to look at um, um, that Scott Maxwell takes a tumble after a hard crash at Daytona. Take, don't interrupt me, Maddie. Boys, That's this just was an interruption. Yeah, Maxwell there. Trying to get around the TCR car, made a split-second decision trying to get under him. One of the Aston Martins was still there, made a hard left and got clipped, and we see there a huge hit. But fortunately enough, two things happen. He hits the tire barrier, and it's able to just kind of glancing blow off the wall, but if he was able to not hit those tires, that would have been a lot worse. On board here from the... Number 22, Sister Multimedica. Oh, yes, just uh, there he is. That is awesome news. So, well, that's the video. Also, another video that was from NASCAR, and uh, that Rolex 24 thing was also from David Lister and LAT Images, just to give my credit. Next up, this is from NASCAR. Alright, it's with Bell's memorable Xfinity Series moments. Hey everybody, Alex Weaver here in NASCAR.com Studio 3. Appropriate that the first interview of this season is Christopher Bell because it's your first season as a full-time NASCAR Cup Series driver. Has that set in yet? I know people have said it to you a thousand times. Yeah, not yet. Yeah. It will be whenever I get this fire suit on and sit in the car. Yeah, well I've been used to talking to you about Xfinity Series stuff and your name was made in that series, so I'm going to throw out a little bit of uh, these statistics for you, and I just want you to react to what you hear. So, the most wins through the first 75 starts is Sam Ard with 19, uh, a guy named Christopher Bell has 16, uh, Jack Ingram, Dale Earnhardt Jr., Harry Gant, Darrell Waltrip, Dale Earnhardt Sr., Morgan Shepard, Martin Trix Jr., Kevin Harvick. You guys all have 10 or more. That's some pretty good company, if I do say so myself. Yeah, that's that's really cool, and uh, you know, people started talking about it a little bit last year, but I tried not to follow it and focus on the task at hand. But now that I'm outside of the Xfinity series and I can look back at my Xfinity career, I'm just honored and, and thrilled to death about how it went, and uh, hopefully I can continue to add to that win list maybe in the future. Um, but 
It was an outstanding run in the last two years, and I'm really proud of how far we came. You're one of the youngest drivers to get to 16 wins behind Kyle Busch and Joey Logano. Out of those wins in the Xfinity Series, let's look at not the wins first. Let's look at the losses, because I know that you remember those just as much as you remember Absolutely. the wins. Absolutely. Is there one that stings a little bit more that you didn't get to victory lane? Yeah, there were a couple of them, actually. Uh, we were talking about it before we went on camera here, and number one would probably be Vegas 1 of 2019. Uh, myself, Tyler Reddick, and Kyle Busch, we, I think it went green from the last pits, or the last stage at 90, and we went like 100 laps green or something like that, and uh, me, Kyle, and Tyler were kind of, we drove away from the rest of the field, and uh, me and Tyler were running down Kyle, and I actually passed Kyle on the closing laps, and then I, uh, I got into the wall, and he got back by me, and kind of all heck broke, broke loose after that. But uh, that one stung because I, I felt like I had a car that could have beat Kyle. I passed Kyle in the closing laps and let one get away there. And then also from that, uh, Phoenix, I guess it would have been Phoenix 1 of last year too. Um, same thing, I was racing Kyle. We're both in Joe Gibbs Racing Equipment, and... Uh, I, I think I won the first stage and had a car capable of winning, and then we had a lap car blow up in front of us. So uh, those two races really stick out. All right, so that was it. P.S. Uh, coming up from the February 16th, Daytona 500, I'm going to have an extended episode. So I'll be recording with my friends, and, for, and it's all going to be live during the Daytona 500. So just keep that in mind coming up soon. Mm. All right, so next up, we're going to take a look at the most like, likely underdog runner at the Daytona 500. Is Super Speedway Race can be the ball for Cinderella stories in the NASCAR Cup. Daytona International, that's the stage of, at the start of every season. One of the greatest underdogs was Trevor Bunning, delivering wood as his racing win the 2011 Daytona 500. There have also been like names like Jamie McMurray, Austin Dillard, Sterling Marlin, and Derek Oak to surprise the stock car racing world with wins on Florida's 2.5-mile track. The Great American Race is known for and remembered by its underdog winners. Before we continue, I'm going to take a look and do that. By turning NASCAR.com on January 22nd, 20. Just that. So... Oh, with it coming up on February 16th, the question is not only who's next, but what exactly qualifies as an underdog. Is that a first-time winner, a smaller team member, or maybe a veteran looking to break a drought? Big break a drought. NASCAR.com's Jonathan Merriman and Taryn Wack give their picks for which driver has the best shot fit they do this glass slipper for a lead foot to kick off the 2020 season. Merriman. It may be a stretch to consider the Ricky Stenhouse Jr. as an underdog at Speedway, but it's only two wins in NASCAR Cup Series. I wonder if they do at the, in the Daytona 500 would certainly raise eyebrows. Stenhouse's two previous wins came at Talladega and Super Speedway in the summer Daytona race in 2017. Now three years removed from victory lane and behind the new era of a new team, it's safe to say Stenhouse has motivation and the skill set to win. Stenhouse heads over to JT Doherty Racing, where the number 47 car scored five consecutive top tens at Daytona for 
the last year's Great American Race, three of those five coming in the season opener itself. That streak ended last July, where the number 47 finished 32nd. All I think in Stenhouse's aggressive super speedway style pays off in 2020. Number 47 gives him the best shot on it being the next underdog, Daytona 500. Next up is Wack. Watch William Byron and win his first race of the East of the NASCAR 2020 Cup season. Watch William Byron win his first career race in the first race of the 2020 NASCAR Cup season. The driver of the number 24, Hendrick Motorsports, Chevrolet enters a third third full-time season after 11 place finish in the season stand in the standings last year. He made it to the round of 12 in the NASCAR playoffs debut. Momentum is on the young driver's side. Byron finished 23rd in his first ever Daytona 500, which is a, can be a considered a accomplishment considering it's a super speedway. He then won his first career pole in his second Daytona 5 start last season and led 44 laps. He did, however, crash out of that, in, that race and ultimately finished 21st. So follow this great American race language. Finish, check, crash, check, pull, or check, win. Seems like what's next to do on Byron's to-do list. Then just looking at Daytona Hall, Byron was runner-up in there in the 2019 July event. It was one of his two you know, Martinsville Speedway in October, second place showings last season. <coughs> he had five top five runs and 233 laps led overall. Byron knows how to be fast and get out front. This season, he'll figure out how to stay there and come checkered flag. Maybe... He as well want to be in, in the day 2500. So that's it. We're almost out of time. We got like 20-something seconds worth on that time. And I burped. Excuse moi. And uh, our shout-out of the day is um, to Kelly Schwartz. Just keep that in mind. And good. Bye-bye.